Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Amen. You are a child, a citizen of the kingdom of God when you are a believer in Christ. When you are and when we are baptized into Christ, we have put on Christ. Literally the word means where. And um, when we say the kingdom of God, it's also the original words are the rule of God or the domain or the reign, like as in a royal reign of God. Very important to know that that when we are in sync and agreement with him, then we're inviting his superiority over whatever seems to be mediocrity or even challenge or opposition. The child of God is also born from the source. The body of Christ is born from above, the body of Christ in the, uh, collectively, but you also individually. We're born from above, we're born from the spirit, we're born from or of the water, we're born from the source. We're born again. We were born to bear the image of the earthy. We were born again to bear the image of the heavenly. We're different creatures in Christ than we are otherwise. It's very, very important to know um, that when you are born of God, you're also born into a spiritually militant family. He prayed for us, and he, Christ, in his earthly mission, in his perfect humanity, prayed because you know that Christ is the Word, and the Word was with, and the Word, and so uh, the Word became flesh, and in, in his humanity, he prayed. And, and, and very important, because in, in, in the divinity, or in the divine, are you listening to me? There are no degrees of the Godhead. 
and I won't take time today because I want to make sure I'm sensitive to you. I, I will schedule several couple of nights this week and have some private meetings with you to let you know what good things God's going to do in your life. Real quick like. But in the Godhead, and so when we, when we say the Godhead and we know we believe in one God, the Father, maker of heaven and earth, all things visible and invisible. But we also know, according to the scriptures, he created all things by Jesus Christ, or by him all things consist and have their being. Amen? All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Well, that makes the word the creative agent and the creative is the creator and the creator cannot be a lesser are you aspect of the Godhead than the Father and so their operations of the Father administrations of the Son and manifestations of the Spirit so in the Godhead there is no uh, subordination there is unification but in the embodiment of Christ, in order for he um, to fulfill leading the way for me to follow. See, I wouldn't know how to pray or the need to pray if I was not taught by the Lord first. Are you listening to me? If he lived his life with an advantage over me that I could never uh, ask him to give me that empowerment for, then it would be unfair of the Lord to ask me to walk anywhere near what he, where he walked. So in reality, people that don't believe you could be anything like Jesus are claiming that God is so unfair that he would show us one man in the entirety of thousands of years of existence, and that man is our Savior, Christ Jesus, and he would show us his perfection and then tell us, go ahead and try to do that if you can. That is an unfair God. He did not come here to deprive us. He came here to supply for us the ability to receive from him. And I feel that there is a grace that has been released in 2020 and in the next seven years that is going to come upon the body of Christ and the believers, hallelujah, are going to walk in authority and ability that pleases the Lord. Amen? Amen. Because we know it's not by might, it's not by power, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord. So we know that, and we know that the ability to um, please him lies in the faith that he gives us. And faith comes by hearing the word. But in his prayer, remember militant our militant family in his prayer for us he prayed and father I do not ask that you take them out of the world yes. See, and, and, and I mentioned uh, to um, Lavelle Freeman Jr. about Lavelle Freeman Sr. I, I said um, it's gain yes. 
Amen. It is far better to go and be with Christ. But now it's far better for us to stick around and, 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 and for the people in this world to, to be here. Are you listening to me? So there is no sorrow for the Christian. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But now you are living in this system or this age that Christ said, I do not pray that you would take them out of the world, but you would keep them. And that word means to also preserve them. That means to also protect them from the wicked. And in a, in a wait, wait a minute, there, God does not sovereignly protect you. He said, my people perish, are destroyed, are defeated, are taken advantage of. Can I amplify for a lack of knowledge? That's why today there is the knowledge that will enable you to accept that in the middle of the devil's living room, you will wreak havoc upon his plans and you will gain God's victory in this life. In this life. Hallelujah. It's going to be sorted out. It's going to be fixed. It's going to be mended. It's going to be healed. Glory be to God forevermore. Amen. And so he, he, you and I, we are born into a spiritually militant family. Why? Not because we are against anyone, but we have an adversary that means a legal opposer and we have demonic or dark spiritual forces that try to refute and dispute the reality of the invisible goodness in our life. And what I mean by that is um, you and I were delivered from the power of darkness and translated to what? The kingdom, again, Christ's rule, the kingdom of his dear son. That means right now, I may look like I'm in the world, but in the world, I'm in the kingdom. In the world, you're in the kingdom. And sometimes you might forget, but then when you remember, you remember, and you find out that you're not at a disadvantage. You are, you are in authority through him. You have his help over you, his protection over you, his preservation over you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so there is a law, a living law, a living reality working in our life that the Bible calls the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now I'm going to stop for a minute. Did you lay your burdens down? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you healed by his stripes? Yeah. Uh, have, have your debts been paid? Are you saved? Are you sanctified? Are you holy? Are you full of the Holy Ghost? Are you a child of the King? Is the greater one on the inside of you? Do you have the victory that overcomes the world? Is there a law working in you that cannot be stifled by your defeated adversary? So you're born and we are born to fight 
Finish it. The good fight of faith. Glory. We're in the world, but we're not of the world because we're in the world, but we're of the kingdom. We're in the world, but we're of the kingdom. We're, we're not a mark. We're in the world, but we're of the kingdom. Our giants are the mark. Our enemies are the bread for us to eat. Glory be to God. We're going for the high ground. We're going for the highland. Glory be to God forevermore. Amen. So there is a law of, of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that has made us free from the law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is active in you and I and active among God's body corporately to help us get God's results. And it's just as simple as the word surrender. Does, does that make sense? To surrender to the truth. And as a spiritual creature, because you are spirit, As a spiritual new creation, you accept the invisible because the Lord declares his word to you. And so the illusion of the natural world or feelings should not rule you. Now I want to stop for a minute. I, I know I'm saying the word you a lot. But child of God, you know so many people that do not talk to you the way the man of God is talking to you now. They talk to you as if this is some kind of a fantasy. And it's not available to you in the now. Because they don't know. Are you listening to me? And, and the, Lord, the Lord told me to tell you today, before someone can teach a lesson, they've got to be taught it first. But we got a lot of people teaching what they've never been taught. You can't talk victory if you don't have victory. You can't talk victory if you have not conquered, if you have not moved mountains, if you have not defeated giants, if you have not proved God and had heaven's windows open and poured out a blessing that you cannot contain. How can you teach a lesson that God has not manifested in your life? Glory to God. And as it's very insulting to our King, our Lord and our Savior to even think, let alone say, that what he lived and what he said do, he's depriving us of and we're incapable of doing it. 
and that the man of God or the prophet of God or the woman of God that say, no, no, the Lord wants to give you all that he has so that you can live in his kingdom and in his rule and his reign. Your house could be full of light. Demons are run down the street. Plagues will bypass your dwelling. Thousands will fall on every side, but no, no evil will touch you. No weapon formed against you will prosper. See, when the man of God and the woman of God are telling you that, senses, feelings, visual, sight, and the voice of the powerless skeptic make an argument for the so-called real world. And the Lord said, I'm not going to take them out of the world. I'm just going to give them the victory that overcomes the world. give you the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen. So as a spirit, you may be seated. As a spirit, as a spiritual creature, as a Believer, hallelujah. hallelujah. You are saying yes to a living law. Now, I want you to hear this the living spirit of God. The Almighty Holy Spirit is in this earth for, the re- for one reason. Of course, he leads people to Christ. But for one reason, it is to accompany, empower, and aid the body of Christ. Jesus said, he will be with you always, even to the end of the age. How many of us believe you have more power in the Holy Spirit than you have in uh, the Prince of Darkness? How many of us believe that the almighty Holy Spirit is not on earth to put up with the adversity that comes against the promises of God? He is the performer of what thus saith the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. 
Well, as a, as a body of believers, as a church that is called by God to be spiritually militant, um, because you're born of God, and the moment you're born of God, even more so than when you were in the hands of the enemy. How many remember before you? Some of us don't. But even more so, because the enemy wants to fight your call. Are you listening? The enemy wants to fight your call, but God has promises that the Holy Spirit is ready to make a reality. So when you and I are translated and we live in the kingdom of his dear son, that's what the scripture says. We didn't go somewhere else geographically. We're here right now. I mean, you understand what I'm talking about. How many of you are here right now? Well, are you in the kingdom of God? In other words, are you under, under the rule of the devil or are you under the rule of God? And so if the enemy wants to enslave you or chain you, And God wants to free you and break the chains. Who wins? If he wants you healed, who wins? Blessed, who wins? Free, who wins? Regenerated, who wins? Blessed, who wins? Debts canceled, who wins? Lost loved ones saved, who wins? My God. My God. Stay on your feet for a minute. You said, Doctor, today there are some things that I want to just acknowledge that I accept. They're done with. I'm going I'm to I'm today give them to the Lord. And from now on, instead of wondering how, when, or whatever, I'm going to thank God for him. Let, let me see your hands. Lift your hand up. Lift your other hand up. Lift, hold both hands up. And let's thank God with the rest of the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. 
keep your hands lifted. You're part of a family that cannot be defeated, an army that is destined to win. The redeemed of the Lord that will say so. Those that are not offended at the law of the Lord, but in it they meditate day and night. Those that make their way prosperous and have good success. You're the healed. You're the delivered. Uh, you're the received. You're the acceptable in the beloved. You're the empowered, given the authority to grow up to be sons of God. Hallelujah. You are the armed. You are the equipped. You are the educated. You, you, you are the transformed. And you are changing from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. This is your hour. This is your day. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, you may be seated for a moment, please. If you turn to the book of Acts, chapter 13, I won't preach chapter 13 of, of the book of Acts. And when you get there, say, Amen. Okay, when... When you're ready, I'd like for all of us to read together in synchronization from Acts 13, verse 1, all the way to a verse 4. Ready? Yes. Go. That's verse 4, right? So, just, um, just so that I won't get into an um, extended uh, opening here today, Dr. Robin, just want to take a few minutes. Um, I want to get you ready for this year. I want to get you ready. You are heirs through this ministry of a genuine and a real predenominational inheritance. It is not just merely uh, looking at 
the script or the promises of the Word of God. It entails much more than that. It entails everything that God did make available to the originals, whether in the 120 in the upper room or also the 500 that he appeared to us during that time of the 40 days, um, or immediately following all of the empowerment that the Lord has granted, um, we are legitimate heirs of, okay? You're an inheritor of this, and um, this, this is your outcome and your results in life. When the Holy Spirit fell, or I should say, presided on the 120 in the upper room, and the fire of the Lord came upon us, and then we were filled with the Holy Spirit, and of course began to declare the wonderful works of God. Today, if I could take a few minutes, the Holy Scriptures, the Bible, has been translated approximately into 2,000 languages, 2,000 languages. In the first several hundred years, first six centuries, by hand was translated to about 500 languages. It's not only the, the most extant, the best-selling book, does that make sense? No, God started something in you. If you're I am I, let me hear you. Yeah. If you're not an I am I, now God started something in you and told you despise not the day of small beginnings. Does not matter whether you're here or whether you're there. Are you listening to me? You know, I love it when I talk to some of our, you know, ministers out there and you're, 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 you're doing stuff and all that and I talk to you and you sound like you're talking to me from the third heaven. Now, I'm glad for what God's doing in you, but I'm praying that you get a little fire for more because you ain't talking down to me from the third heaven baby. <laughs> just just want to be clear. There's more for you in God. There's more for you in God. Hallelujah. If you want to make the journey, don't run off with a half a sandwich. But God has begun something in us. And he said, despise not the day of small beginnings in that great upper room. There's 120 of us, counting women and children. Isn't that right? Sure, the 12 were there, 
you know, the, um, um, but, but then there were others also. And immediately at that same day, the word of the Lord comes and now, now we, we got filled with the Holy Spirit and began to declare what? The wonderful works of God. We were speaking languages that didn't have letters. Are you listening? We weren't only speaking in the languages that had letters. 2,000 years ago, only so many languages had letters. But then came the dialect and the ear could hear what is being said and understand. Are you listening? Because when they went to the scriptures, they had to go to the scriptures either in the Greek or in the Hebrew. Even the old covenant. Just only some languages had letters. Others didn't have letters. The Latin had letters. But there were many, many dialects that people could speak and hear. That we, you say, well, Doc, what does that mean? That means what Jesus said, if you're thirsty, come to me and drink out of your belly will flow. Rivers of living water. And isn't that what the Bible says? There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. There is a river on the inside of you today that is bigger than a verse, bigger than a chapter, bigger than a book. There is a river on the inside of you that is full of the divine ability of Almighty God to invade this world with the glad tidings. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. And so, so we, we preached that. And because they said, what meaneth this? And 3,000 souls were added. I, I just want to hurry up. And there's a verse of scripture that you all have heard. And we're in Acts because we're, we're getting in chapter, in the previous chapter, we see a prophet named Agabus and also we see Barnabas and we see uh, Saul ministering in the church of Antioch. But we see Agabus prophesying and uh, we understand now that this thing had spread. In other words, what happened from the moment 3,000 were added and then the miracle, the gate, beautiful. How many remember that? And, and things happened. Then the Bible, the word of God tells us clearly, so did the word of God grow and multiply. Well, wait a minute. And the word was with God and the word was God. Well, how, how does the word grow and multiply? Well, the same way the widow woman was pouring out of one vessel and all vessels were getting full, God was pulling. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. This earth is about to be filled with the oil of gladness, the oil of the Holy Spirit. So people were receiving the word. People were being fed the bread of life. Are you listening? And the bread of life or the, the, the spirit of the Lord or the word of God or all of these allegories that are 
supposed to drive a picture home was showing us that God was taking people that were completely opposite to their desires. And then when they heard the, the good news about Christ and we gave our life to him, he came in and the word multiplied and grew and, and increased or spread. Does that make sense? And, uh, and uh, so when we get to uh, the beginning parts of that, the book of Acts, we see things always happening when agreement and gathering takes place. From the building shaking and we getting filled with the Holy Spirit to, to the message and 3,000 baptized or the 5,000 led later to even the city itself. Hit someone and say, you filled the city, filled the city. With, your doctrine. with your doctrine. I want to tell you something. The Lord has a doctrine, a teaching for this world. And he is calling champions that believe that he is all that. To declare to the world the truth of his teaching and his word through his church will carry the power to fill the city, to fill the state, to fill the planet with his doctrine. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you believe it? Yes. Now, and, and they told us you have filled the city with what? Your doctrine. Well, what happened in the beginning? We continued in the apostles' doctrine, breaking of bread, and prayers and fellowship. Say apostles' doctrine. So from the moment the Holy Spirit released the originals, the doctrine was available. So where we get the word, um, dida it's didache. It's, and, and teachers are didascalos. It's where we get the, uh, the other words in the, in the West for doctor or master teacher. The, the only difference was in the apostolic word or pre-denominational inheritance, the message carried the performer or the performer inspired the message and went ahead and demonstrated that he is the king in spite of the illusion. Thank you very much. In spite of your opposition, the Lord is your victory. In spite of your enemy, the Lord And so 
what happened is you filled the city with your doctrine. Well, well, how do we tie that into what I'm saying? Hit someone and say collective, collective. Agreement. agreement. See, listen, what happened is this. From all over Syria, all over the surrounding regions, they brought the sick to Jerusalem. And brought them that even they would lay them around that Peter's shadow might pass on them or they might get close enough to some of the God-filled people. And as many as came were healed. It seems to me that any place filled with the right doctrine will be a place that never fails to fix what's broken. I'm going to stop, but I just... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God forever. And so the word spread, and you know what happened. The word spread to um, persecution happened, but the word spread. The the believers uh, went to Syria. The believers uh, that were in Phoenicia were immediately receptive in the shores of Phoenicia to the gospel. And then Antioch was birthed. And I, don't, I won't go into a history lesson, but very, very early on, Antioch um, inherited um, the Hebraic worship and method of uh, Christianity and doctrine and teaching that John and James and, and Peter and the church in Jerusalem um, uh, had. And here we have a church, and um, it's very early in, um, in the New Covenant, And uh, we read, uh, now there was at the church, which was in Antioch, certain what? Prophets Prophets and teachers. That word is the word um, didaskalos or doctor. Are you listening? So there were prophets and teachers. And if, 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 if you can spare a minute here for the sake of, um, um, grasping some things. I personally believe, after a lot of research and looking into things, that certainly if you read on, you'll see that when they went, they were, went to Cyprus after they were sent, Barnabas and Saul, and it says a John was with them, and that was John Mark. So if you, if you're, how many remember John Mark? who wrote the Gospel of Mark. He's one of the 72 that were sent out and that Jesus sent to all the cities. And if you study your Bible, you'll see that he had a a falling out at one point with the Apostle Paul, and later on, Apostle Paul called him back. Mark was a relative of Barnabas. It's very, very important. And also, uh, among the list... Read the names of the prophets and teachers again. Barnabas, 
Now some people believe that also Luke is the uh, is the Lucius or Lucius mentioned there, and he's one of the seventy-two also, and the the writer of the Gospel of Luke and also the writer of the Acts of the Apostles. But that's just a freebie. Now, as they ministered to the Lord, hit someone and say ministered. That that word is the word where we get the word liturgy, liturgio. That means service or minister or order of the service, special public religious service, etc. Isn't that wonderful? Eight times in the New Testament, the Greek word for minister is that word. Now, how many will agree that that liturgy was (laughs) spirit-filled? See, he got to understand something, that uh, God wants in on everything. So so what were they doing? I'm going to hurry. What were they doing? They were fasting. So they were abstaining from uh, uh, food for the sake of what? They're, they're pressing into the Lord. Are you listening? And they what? And they, fa- they fasted and what? And so this, this word for prayer is also the word for transaction or to trade or change human perspective to God revelation. Very, I want to stop. I want to tell you something, and I'm going to continue later this week and throughout the month because, and throughout the year because this is your year of hampers and baskets. Thank you very much. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Believe the Lord. You will be established. Believe his prophets and you will prosper. I'm going to say that again. Glory to God. And, 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 and do you love the Bible? Now, I just wanted to say this to you, and, and you don't have to write it down, but you can if you want to. We'll, we'll talk about it uh, as the Spirit leads in FCD and MOT. Get ready. Get ready. When you look at the word prophet, prophecy, prophesying, prophetess, Etc. In the New Testament, hit someone say the New Testament. So that means the Apostle Paul, for instance, is writing and saying, uh, when you prophesy or desire to prophesy, or or if you if you give a message in tongues, pray that you interpret. And prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. How many understand? Is he not writing it in the Bible? So 
Why would God put prophecy, prophets, and prophesy a minimum of 191 times in the New Testament and then commend us in writing, despise not prophesying, quench not the spirit, huh? Well, don't for, forbid not to prophesy. If the prophets speak, let them speak. By three, let the others judge. And on 191 times, and then it's written to govern a gift that was never intended to be excommunicated out of the church. God has some hampers for you. God has some baskets for you. God has some years of success and victory and healing and wellness and youth and zeal and fire and power and anointing. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. The Lord is going to strengthen you as a mighty supernatural army that your enemy will not disseminate the strength of your nation or the union of your family or the success of your ministry. Glory be to God. There'll be nothing that can prevail against you. Do you have a minute? So 191 times minimum prophets, prophecy, prophesying, and uh, prophecies are in, in the New Testament. So the Lord tells us, uh, believe, receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, you'll receive a righteous man's war. Receive a prophet. In the name of a prophet, you'll receive a prophet's reward. So when we get to the church that was in Antioch, before, we're, before we even hear about it, we don't, we don't hear about it in the Gospels, do we? We just, we just get there around the, the last several chapters before 13, and we see that this church is founded by Peter and Paul. That's what's believed, but Barnabas plays a major role, and it's got prophets and teachers. So there's a prophetic, inspirational gift that's, you know, edificational, exhortational and comforting but also when it went into directive it just went into directive didn't it when it did because the Holy Ghost said when it went into directive here you have the church with enough mature ministry gifts to judge that word and after that word came what did they do no, no, right before that, they fast. So after that word came, and they received that that word was not an interruption to their liturgy or their service, it wasn't going to stop what they were doing to worship the Lord. It wasn't going to stop what God was doing in Antioch. They said, we're not going to take this just haphazardly. We're going we're to pray. 
we're going to fast, we're going to get ready because there's going to be something called the imposition of hands. So read that there, Minister Lavelle, and what did they do? So read that next verse. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost. Okay. Now we can see two parties working together. We, we can see the Holy Ghost said, you do the separating. You separate to me. You choose from among you what I'm choosing. Are you, you do the, you carry out my direction. I'm building the house, but I'm going to give you credit for the obedience. I'm going to give you directions to obey. I, I'm reaching the world. And so he's, he, tell, he tells them, and so what we do is we then fast and we pray and we lay hands on them and we send them according to the word of God. And then so they being sent forth or sent by the Holy Ghost. So the Lord here shows the partnership between God and between man. Are you, are you following? And how the Lord uses uh, that partnership and, and that word prayer is a very in that in that in that context is very precise, very accurate, and very specific. It's the kind of prayer that trades. You've heard me talk about spiritual exchange with heaven. Are you listening to me? And so, once a revelation from the Lord comes, and and it's the word of the Lord, and you know it's the word of the Lord then it's our responsibility to change our thinking, our expectation, and our actions. Let me say that again a different way. We can't get a revelation from the Lord and know it's a revelation from the Lord and just merely say, well, I'll just wait or I can't wait until the Lord does what he says. No, a revelation from the Lord that shows us direction in life. Are you listening to me? Leads us to exchange or change the way we were thinking previously to come in agreement to what he's saying now so that we can get the results of being, 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 hallelujah, in union with the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God forever. Glory be to God forever. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfush Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today, 
Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.